Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's The Best Damn How I Met Your Mother podcast right here on the internet. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? Well, I mean, a lot of things are going on in the world right now. I, I left one job. I'm starting another job. I was supposed to move. I'm not moving. I downsized my living room, so I had more space in there. The space-time continuum is crushing beneath us, and yet... CM Punk is the World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, that's the wrong podcast. That's um, true. But it's still <laughs> equally interesting. It is so interesting. <laughs> there are so many things happening right now that there's this huge ball in motion, and there ain't no fucking stopping it. And you hey, heard man. him right. This is the last call at McLaren's. The best ever fucking podcast for How I Met Your Mother ever. That's right. And like you said, there is a lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah. It's been How crazy. With you? Last time uh, we checked in with you, you were just getting over COVID. Uh, you had some other shit going on. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to be finding out, hopefully finding out uh, on Wednesday, uh, whether or not I have MS. So, uh, you know, I'll keep everybody up to date on that. Uh, everybody put out some playing. positive vibes. Pray if you pray. Do whatever you do. Praise Allah. Pulling your kabuki. Um Sure. If if you you know whatever, Kabbalah yeah. is about a buck fifty. I hear. Whatever it is, do it. Uh, but I mean, for me, really, not much else has been going on. Also, uh, the, the Depp Heard uh, trial is finally uh-huh. over. <laughs> this is being recorded on <laughs> June the fifth. By the time this releases, we're going to be a couple days away from somebody's birthday. So make sure that you drop some money to him on Cash App and (laughs) help celebrate this man's birthday. That's true. Yeah. What's your cash tag? Uh, MercTrader22. It's M E R C T R A D E R 22. Let's spoil this man for his birthday, people. Yeah. Let's drop him some love. If you want to, hey, I'm not going to say no. So that would be pretty damn awesome. Another interesting thing that has happened uh, recently, they put Morbius back in the theaters. What is that? Okay, so you're more into the whole comic book-esque side of things. Why did that happen? Honestly, I think because there was like this weird like cult thing going on with, with people trying to praise Morbius. But the problem is, they were being sarcastic about it. And I don't think the studio realized that. I think they're like, oh, let's give them this. We'll we'll make this into like a cult classic. And and for some reason, they believe that Uh, it would work. And apparently it bombed. Like, it only made like 85,000. I mean, that sucks that like... Opening, yeah. So me and you, I think we talked about this a little bit on um, After Hours. And I, I want to talk about it a little bit now before we record the episode, since I don't really have anywhere to be tonight, so I can kill a little bit more time doing this. But can we just talk about how is a community of fans slash internet-backed people, we have so much control over things these days, like how 2016 Ghostbusters got shut down. And not because it was a bad movie, but because nobody wanted to appropriate the fact that a all-woman cast wanted to take a stab at it. Uh, Sonic got redone. You know, now Ugly Sonic has his own place in the Chippendales universe. Uh, 
But now Sonic has two movies, and Sonic yeah. looks phenomenal. So does Tails yeah. and Knuckles. Absolutely. Um, if we, and I don't want to make this political political, but if we as a con- con- congregative, is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It depends on the context here. <laughs> a group of people, a congression. If, is, okay. is, if, if we were to be able to take and put our focus into the politics, the way we back movies or the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, we could over... And I don't, wow, I'm not going to say that properly. We could make some real change. Yeah, we could we could make a lot of change. The change that people want to see. Yeah. I almost said overthrow the government, and that is <laughs> definitely not where I meant to go with that. That's true. But yeah. it is kind of what I mean to say at the same time. Uh, anybody who knows me, I am a... I want to use the word anarchist, but I don't really think I'm an anarchist anymore. Uh, You're a free spirit, brah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'll bang my own drum and fucking march by myself if I've got to. Uh, Back in the day, that was an anarchist, believe it or not. But nowadays, it's all like civil libertarianism and blah, blah, blah. And fuck you for taking this. And now we got cancel culture and... Amber Heard shitting in people's beds. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, hey. I had to wriggle that in there. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> I mean, was the bathroom that far of a walk? I mean, maybe. I mean, have you ever been so, like, blitzed out of your mind that you just, just almost were right. like, I could just pee so, right here? Right now, here, on last call, are you saying that you've been so drunk before that you've just shit your bed? Uh, I've de- not, not shit my bed. Uh, I've definitely peed in places that I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I know you've peed in places you definitely I mean... shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, we'll save shit. that okay. story for a game of never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a, one of my favorite reminders of drunken times. Sure. Uh, yeah. If you want to hear me tell that story. Leave some comments. Hit us up at Last Call H I M Y M on Twitter, Anchor, Instagram. We have an Instagram. (laughs) If you want to hear me pissing in random places, you let us know. (laughs) Yes, I'll just hold a microphone up to you as you piss in random places. (laughs) Not what I meant per se, but you know, it's it's like a weird form of ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure somebody would be into it. All right, folks. I think it's time we get into this episode, Season 2, Episode 16, Stuff. Stuff. Yeah, not double stuffed, just regular stuff. No DP? No DP, John. None of that for you. Not today. (sighs) (laughs) All right, so this episode uh, first debuted on February 19th of 2007, directed by Pamela Fryman. Written by Courtney Kang, who is a uh, series-long writer. She, she's there for the entire run of the show. She gave us uh, Slap Bet, which I think is interesting because this oh, yeah. wait, we're getting to this episode where we get the second slap, and she's and she's writing it, which I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then she goes on to give us episodes like Sandcastles in the Sand, uh, The Sexless Innkeeper, Glitter, and uh, and many more. Oh, so a lot of like the Robin Sparkles storylines. Yeah, so like a lot, a lot of really good ones. Uh, it's Robin Sparkles for y'all. That's right. Uh, the summary for this episode reads: 
Robin is upset when she learns how much of Ted's stuff came from his exes. Barney gets revenge on Lily for making him see her bad play by putting on a play of his own. So, okay. So, before we start talking about the episode in that aspect, you ever kept anything from any of your exes? This is literally a question that I have inside of uh, uh, the notes, but that's why we can talk about it here. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got, there's plenty of stuff that I've kept from exes. Uh, a big one was, uh, I mean, you know her, uh, but the, the audience says that my ex, Mary, uh, made me a blanket and a set of pillows, and I still have them. Fair. Well, actually, I only have one of the pillows because one of them got peed on by my cat. <laughs> Damn, what's that? But but I have I have rest in peace cat, uh, uh, but I do have uh, one of the pillows and the blankets still, uh, and yeah, lots of other things. Longer. I mean, like I said, I was going to bring this up later, but yeah, we can talk about it now. I just I don't. I think the whole thing is dumb, man. Like, I can understand if it's like, if it was something romantic, okay. But like, I have exes who've bought me like graphic novels. Am I supposed to throw those out? Fuck you. I ain't well, throwing those out. And that was definitely my my thought process on this. I was like, because I've got, like you, I've got shit from exes, and it's not like it's big shit. Um, I mean, fuck, my PS4 was a gift from my son's mom. Yeah. Um, I still have my little Phantom of the Opera music box from when I dated Sarah. Um, and I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of other small shit if I really was to put my thought process to it. Um. But I was like, you know, where is the line of what is appropriate to keep and what is not? And I think you worded it properly saying romantic shit. Yeah. Like, like there is definitely a point in time where you have to say, like, okay, it's not appropriate if I keep this and, like, um, further use it. Because, you know, it has this sentimental attachment. And sometimes it is. It's inconvenient. But it's, it's respectfulness for the future per- people who are going to come into your life. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect, you know, any significant others of mine to get rid of their stuff if it, if it wasn't, unless it, like I said, something like weirdly romantic that just seems odd to keep around when you have another person. Um, (laughs) But like, I would never ask them to get rid of their stuff like that. So, you know, you're saying no double uh, headed dildos? I mean, I mean, like I said, I can't honestly, like I'm looking around my house to see if I've got anything that would be in like that ballpark. And it's like, no, I've got a couple pictures on my walls that came from X's. I've got, like I said, my music box, which that holds a lot of personal, like that one still in like means a lot to me. And I, even when I move, that thing gets packaged up so fragilely. Like, yeah, nope. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But yeah, so uh, there's that. There's that. Now <laughs> we're gonna hear, dive into yeah. the episode. Love to hear everybody else's thoughts. If you, uh, what you think on that whole topic of, yeah, I mean, uh, whether or not you would get rid of stuff. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter uh, at last call h i m y m or drop down in the comments right here uh, on whether wherever the heck you're watching. Fuck yes, yeah. listening to this, whatever it happens to be. Uh, all right, so we're gonna hop into before we actually <laughs> uh, get into this. I had a little side note which I thought was interesting. Okay, apparently. During the filming of this episode, the paramedics were called because Josh Radner had a severe allergic reaction to the dogs, uh, <laughs> particular, particularly during the scene where uh, he was petting and being licked by the Dalmatian. Oh, okay. And apparently up until this point, 
uh, Radner had said that he would get by with just some Claritin and some thorough vacuuming, but I guess it was a little too much uh, in this one for him. So is this one of the reasons why the dogs go away? I don't know. Um, Because, I mean, it was obviously planned before this happened. You know what I mean? Uh, I honestly think it's just because dogs can be difficult to have to deal with on a regular basis. And if they, uh, as as we find out later on, they plan to move in together. Yeah. Having to deal with dogs, you know, all the time would be difficult. Yeah, um, no, you know I mean? 100%. So I, I feel like that's probably more. That is an interesting but I don't know. note, though. If, if, if we ever get to talk to, uh, you know, Craig or Carter, I think that would be an interesting question. I'm down ask. for that. Craig, Carter, if you are listening, have our people reach out to your people. And by our people, I mean Josh. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. So we're going to uh, dive in to this episode now. Uh, the episode starts off with future Ted talking about how the key to a good relationship is communication, John. Uh, and I think that's that's pretty accurate. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so Ted and Robin are at the bar trying to decide uh, where to go to eat. Uh, I've been in that situation many a time in my life. <laughs> Ted suggests a place. Uh, and he kind of starts going on about the last time that they were there and how romantic it was. Except it wasn't Robin that he was there with. Uh, And then he tries to cover it by saying, oh, it was my sister. Weird choice, bro. I mean, yeah, but I mean, Sharon and I went out to dinner a bunch of times. Yeah, but it's the way he talked about it beforehand. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then he chose sister. Like, what are your thoughts on the whole, like, of trying to avoid talking about your ex's thing. You're talking to somebody who accidentally one time while you were there called one of my exes by the wrong name. Uh, I mean, that is true. Shit happens. I mean, it's (laughs) kind of like Ted says, though, or Robin says it. There's a past before the present, and Mm -hmm. you have to respect the past. You can't ignore it. Like, I mean, you can try. All it's going to do is, it, in my personal opinion, if you're going to ignore your past, there's obviously a reason. Yeah. Um, I can be respectful to that, but at the same time, it's going to make me question things a little bit because I've been burned enough times to know that when somebody's hiding something, it usually means something's there for a reason. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to get burned anymore in the world I live in, so I would question living shit out of things. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally agree with that. What about you, uh, though? Yeah, I mean, I just, just be open. The whole thing, like you said, it's about communication. Just be honest. You know, you're both adults. You know, Hell yeah, they both know that they that it, it, this isn't their first relationship. You know, it's like I feel like it's just dumb to 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 now. Don't go out of your way to be like, oh, and this and this and this about this person, but. You know, if it, if if a mistake happens where you're like, you thought you were you'd gone somewhere with this person, don't try to be like, oh, oh, that was my sister. No, <laughs> come on, just just be upfront about it. Like, oh, I, I apologize. It must have been with you know one of my exes. You know, uh, yeah, but maybe go there sometime because it was really nice. Hell yeah, and that's the know. thing. I can't tell you how many things Sam and I did in Buffalo. If I was to try and ignore every one of those, I would never go to Buffalo anymore. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like we we kind of talked a little bit about this when we did the How I Met Your Father uh, episode where they all go to uh, that one restaurant. Yes. And, and uh, was it what was honestly, I already forgotten his name. Josh Peck's character. Um, we we find out that he took his ex there. Like him and his ex were there. Yep. And, and he lied about it. And it's just like, just be upfront about it, you know? Yeah, I so don't make coming it weird from somebody who used to have like a lying problem. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, sometimes I get it. Sometimes you don't want to, you don't want the fight, so you just ignore it, and you're like, oh, it was a different time, or no, that didn't happen. But yeah. all that does is lead to further problems down the road, and you don't yeah. want that shit. Yeah, be open and honest with the person to start. They're either going to respect it. Or they're going to get pissed off. And either way, they've got a fucking lifetime to get over it. And if they can't respect that you were being honest, then you need to reevaluate the relationship you're in. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean, you don't want to go too far. Like, Ted goes a little too far later on, which we'll get to. I don't but, think uh, he was going too far, though. I, I do. It's, it's something that was very unnecessary. I, like, that That is true. It was unnecessary, but I loved it for the purpose it served. Oh, yeah. It's funny for us to see on the outside, but like if, if, you know, if your girlfriend did that, I know you. That would not make you happy. (laughs) I don't know. You see that guy over there? Yeah, I made out with that guy. And you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go knock that guy out. You know what I mean? Like, I know you. (laughs) I know you. (laughs) So, like, that was something like. Ted was on one on one side of the extreme where he's like hiding it, and he jumps. Yeah, complete overcorrection. He just jumps uh-huh. to the complete other side with it. Yep. Yeah. So Ted being a douche. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so we wind up going through a few different scenarios with Ted and Robin, where Ted's doing the same kind of thing. You know, he's remembering events that he did with other women, and and thinking that they are Robin and saying that it was his sister instead. And finally, uh, Robin finally calls him out uh, on this for always saying that it's his sister uh, because he's she she knows what he's doing. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like it's it's slick or anything. It's not like he's a fucking, you know, master magician. He's hiding shit. Um, and then she says she's like, you know, it's it's silly to act like they haven't dated people. Yeah. Like we were saying, you know, that that's yeah, 100 percent. Like we're not stupid, you know, like, yeah, just be honest uh, with people here uh now you said you know obviously the the whole you know we called girl by the wrong name thing but have you ever done what ted is doing where you remember things incorrectly like that where you you're like you think it you did this thing with the girl you're with but it was actually with a different one Uh, i I definitely did once yeah um and i can't remember what we were doing at the current time but we were talking about making plans, and I said, oh, man, I said, if we're going to do that, we should totally go and grab a milkshake at this place, because I remember the last time I was there, it was a blast. And then I remembered mid-conversation that it wasn't the person I was talking to. It had been Sam that yeah. I went and had the milkshake with. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the I... person was very understanding, and like they weren't, they weren't a bitch about it. She was kind of like, oh... And I was like, it happens. I'm sorry. Because we had an agreement that we wouldn't talk about uh, exes 
Uh, which is kind of funny because then she ended up going back to her ex. Is it yeah, see, situation. all about hiding things, you know. Yeah. She, you know, it's yeah, it's all it creates bad news bears, man. Bad news, bad news bears, bad news bears. bears. That's right. Uh, so then at the bar, Ted stupidly points out this is what I was talking about, <laughs> points out uh, a girl to Robin and says, Three years ago, he made out with her. I made out with her, and Robin gets mad and walks <laughs> off, calling him a jerk, leaving Ted at the bar very confused. Uh, the fact that Ted doesn't understand what he did just shows how oblivious he is. Like, now see, here's here's the thing. I see it on both sides of it. I saw him doing like the... Okay. I think you see it on his side because you've probably done it. Or, or at least could see yourself doing it. <laughs> I've had it done to me. So, yeah. Um, but it was the moment where I'm just kind of like... Okay, you want to be real? Fine, let's be real. That would be like me pulling up, like. The yeah, but list. I don't think he was doing it like, oh, you want to be real? So let's get real. I think it was just him, like thinking, okay, we're we're able to talk about this stuff, and he just <laughs> blurts it out I, without thinking. Maybe they should have filmed this line as him being like a joke. Maybe it could have been a joke instead. Like, oh, you see that girl? I made out with her three years ago. And then Robin gets pissed. He goes, see? I knew you wouldn't want to talk about this kind of thing. That was a test. And she's like, you're a jerk. And then walks off. Yeah, maybe. I think, though, it would it would put Ted on too high of a pedestal leading oh, yeah. into where we're going in yeah. the episode. You know, you, I think they want him to look like he's kind of the bad guy at the moment. I mean, he is the so bad that guy you start to so that you start to side with Robin when she's all complaining about him having the stuff. Yeah. But I don't side with her because we, we talked about this. Like, I don't think you should have to get rid of your stuff depending on that. On the, like none of the stuff that he taught that he mentions. I don't think any of that. No. Should have been. And the thing is though, even Marsha and Lily know that that stuff has been hanging around the apartment for like ever. Yeah. And not one of them's ever said anything about like, you know, I mean, I, d- I doubt that they would because they're not banging Ted. That is true. <laughs> that we um, know of. That we know of. Also, no, we'll, we'll keep going because I know we'll, we'll keep going into the story because there's more. There's something else I want to point out as we get to it. Okay. Uh, so then after uh, we get the so that happens, we get the opening sequence to the show and we come back and we're still at the bar. But this time it's with Marshall and Barney. Yep. Uh, Marshall is playing a game of would you rather with Barney. This is the game that we first saw from Bilson back when uh, Marshall started working there with Barney and them and they would do this and they'd, you know, make him choose between like two <laughs> girls or whatever. And he'd be like, go. So like this is the first time that we're seeing Marshall really doing this. Uh, and he poses this question. Would you rather have sex with a classic mermaid, you know, uh, human ha- human top fish bottom or an inverted mermaid fish top <laughs> and human bottom go John, what would you pick? Oh, wow, you're going to put me on the spot. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> I'd probably go for the classic mermaid. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. But at the same time, raises the question of, though, how good do you think a fish head blowjob would be? <laughs> I guess it depends on the fish. <laughs> Let's say a uh, bass. I, I, bass. <laughs> <laughs> always comes back to fish Wilder. with Marshall. I barely just, know her. Oh. Always, always comes back to fish with Marshall. Just saying. It does. But uh, yeah, I don't like, okay. Yes. 
you could have like regular sex and and anal sex with the fish top human bottom uh, version the inverted oh, one but I don't know if I could do that knowing that it's literally a fish top like there, like I, that might, I think that would freak me out too much. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, I think it would freak me out a little too much. Whereas like mermaids, you know, it's just a, it's just a, a fancy tale, you know, it is. that's okay. And you can do a lot of other stuff with, uh, <laughs> with the top half. <laughs> So I'm just saying, man. You know, when just... you said we should start a How I Met Your Mother podcast, I did not in a million years think that we would be having conversations like this. And this is why we are the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast uh -huh. on the I mean, internet. Yeah, all those other podcasts, they'll tell you about the episode, but, but we're going to ask the hard questions. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, tell us if you would rather have sex with a traditional mermaid or the inverted mermaid. Oh, I'm absolutely going to put a poll up on the Twitter page. <laughs> Do it. And we're going to find out uh, just who likes what in this world. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, time to expose yourself, people, and not in that way. <laughs> not in that way. What we don't want it? you to get arrested. All right. Uh, but before uh, Barney can answer, Lily walks in with a stack of flyers in hand for a local theater show that she's going to be in. Uh, Barney mocks her for being in a play, but you know Marshall's got her back. You know he's he's doing the husband yeah, thing. Yeah, but I I love how he's like, but you just took a flyer two minutes ago, yeah, or like ten minutes ago, and Barney's like, yeah, but that'll save me two dollars on wings at a strip club. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> like I how much did, how much does your flyer save me on wings, Lily? <laughs> I respect that though, two dollars yeah. depending on because this is 2006, right? Seven, 2007. 2007. So you're talking like. 25 cent wing era. Yeah. That's that's eight fucking wings. Oh yeah. Eight wings is a normal chorus for a normal person, which means Barney would have just gotten free wings. Absolutely. Now maybe they'd be a little bit more at, at a strip club. I don't know how that works. But even if they were 50 cent wings, you know, you're getting, you know, four wings for free. That's that's oh, still yeah. pretty damn good. I'll take that. I'll take that <laughs> any day. All day, man. I'm just saying, uh, yeah. I get it. I love me Money's some wings. Money. Yeah, I love me some wings. Uh, so then Ted and Robin walk in. Ted says uh, he's thought about it, and he chooses top half fish. And I'm just like, oh, Ted. Oh, yeah, but Ted. I mean, knowing, <laughs> knowing Ted Mosby, that doesn't shock me. No. He'd probably just throw a blanket over the top half anyways. Fuck that. Just chop it off and throw it back into the water. Well, I sure as heck don't want to have. Uh, I would much rather have sex with a f top f half fish than with a corpse. Just saying. <laughs> That's a little dark, bro. We at uh, Last Call at McLaren's do not condone necrophilia. Just putting that out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but here, that raises another question, though. Does the fish head have to be submerged in water? Good point. Good point. Maybe you just have to do it in water. So <laughs> I you just mean, go, you know, just go into the ocean before. and just get all up in the ocean. Bang the chicken the lake ones. And, and you know what? Maybe that would work out. You're in the ocean, right? But they're they're bent over, so no one's even going to see them. <laughs> you, look, you look like a guy who's just doing water aerobics. Yeah, I'm just doing lunges. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> 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 what are you doing out there? Water lunges. 
but then, then Ted asks the gang for their opinion on a problem. And earlier in the night, while Ted, uh, while at Ted's place, Robin asks him for some moisturizer. Nice. Uh, he said, "Moist." He says that there's some in the bathroom because uh, you got to keep that face nice and moist. <coughs> and we cut back to the bar. Lily is freaking out because she hates the word moist. Yep. And Barney finds this quite entertaining. Uh, it starts the C storyline to the, the entire yes. like. Yes, we and it comes back in a brilliant fury later on. <laughs> Do you have you ever met anybody who does not like the word moist? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mary hated the word moist. Yeah, I think I think she was one of them that did not like that word. But yeah, I've met a few different people who uh, I, I've met a few not a fan usually, of the word. Usually, it's not a word that comes up like in an everyday situation. I sure. do remember I worked with somebody at Walmart though who hated the word, and we used to talk about baking cakes all the time just because. And I'd be like, "Oh, I gotta go get the extra moist cake," or you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've always I know that it's like a it's like so I, there's a name for it like the when that that phenomenon of people who like it literally makes their skin crawl when they hear certain words. Interesting. It always it's always weird to me because I don't think I've ever had a word that does that to me. I don't know a word. No, but certain sounds will get to me like that. Yeah, sounds and like uh, certain visuals uh, definitely. Like you know, I'm a big horror fan. You know that I can watch a lot of weird, crazy stuff. But watching somebody get like a nose job where they have like to chisel, yeah, man, that always made me cringe when I watched that. Like I couldn't, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but yeah, nose job and they're chiseling the nose, man. And I, I could watch like somebody's bone pop up out of their, uh, out of their freaking skin or whatever. That don't bother me. You're like, nose, nice. <laughs> yeah, but nose job, like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> crazy uh, shit. Yes, very, very crazy. Uh, so then Robin continues uh, with this story. Uh, she said, you know, she's applying this lotion. Uh, she's praising it. She said, such, such nice lotion. And uh, he, Ted's like, well, it's your lotion. And it's not Robin's lotion. We learned it that not. it belonged to some random girl that he used to go out with. And Robin gets angry about it. And questions whether Ted still has feelings for the girl just because he still has uh, her lotion hanging around. Um, I think Robin's going a little overboard personally. Um, I mean, she's allowed to have her feelings. And that's fine and all. But like being angry about it is one thing. But then to accuse him of having feelings for this random girl just because he kept some yeah. lotion around well, like she calls her a whore she does and she's like leaving her moisturizer laying around and ted's like a three dollar moisturizer all she's around like, three dollars she's like this it's is like 14 dollars yeah first off guys don't know that no like women take note if you're gonna send your guy to the store for moisturizer or some kind of makeup send him with a visual image because the 17 different kinds of mascara and eyeliners that there are are all going to look like one product to him. Yep. And he's going to be like, oh, this one's cheaper. That'll, that'll work. I'm just telling you. It, uh, yeah. I, I mean, some guys know your product, but most guys do not. Yeah. That's why, like, 
like there were very there were only a few certain things makeup wise that uh i was comfortable buying for rose yeah um most of it i was like i know how specific you are you're gonna have to do this on your own like because yeah, I, I, I don't i don't want to i don't want to mess up and buy the wrong thing like i don't want to do that yep. <laughs> yeah i mean trust me when when we used to wrestle eyeliner how many times how many different eyeliners did i go through before i finally found one that i liked to wrestle in because it didn't wash off right away it's true yeah it's very true yes people i wore eyeliner yes he did kids <laughs> kids uh so then ted reveals uh that there are other things that he has in his apartment that are from exes including his little red phone booth a lamp and even the, the hoodie that Robin is wearing. And pillows. Yeah, he doesn't reveal that here, though. That comes no. up. That comes up yeah. later. But yeah, yeah, also some pillows. Uh, so they choose to let the group decide whether or not he should keep the stuff. Because apparently, this is a thing that they do as they reference back to 2005, which is interesting because Robin's there, which means this event takes place during the events of the show. But yeah. they never show it or mentioned it before that. No, nope, uh, but it does get brought up one time after this. It does. It does. Um, Marshall's Joey Botafuco pants. Uh, and the group votes to get rid of these pants. Marshall's still upset about it two years later. And we do find out in a later episode. Uh, I think Boy, it's like season I think it's like season six that we find this out. Yeah. That Lily com- just destroys these pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now here's like, my oh, question man. for you. Group votes. Favor in favor for them or against? I'm torn because when you watch it, they don't really vote based on like facts or anything. Nope. You know, they vote it's based on biased opinion. Yeah. It's like Barney votes yes for him to get rid of stuff because his apartment's too cluttered. Yep. And that's the only reason. And <laughs> yep. I'm just like, so I don't think I would want to leave it up to. What, and sometimes, you was... know, sometimes friends like to, to, to fuck with each other. And so that might happen. So, so what if it was a more structured voting system? I guess it like, would depend okay, on the prime example system. is, you know, now we have the, in, in our group of friends, we have the gun to your head. Yeah. You know, and we know how that game is played. So it's like, you know, if it had more structure, would you be better off like supporting it? Maybe. I guess it would. I guess I would have to see how it would function. Um, maybe. Fair. I, I, yeah. It, it, I'll leave it as a maybe. It's not. It's not a hard no, but it's definitely not a yes at the moment. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> what about you? I think as long as it was properly done and definitely had the right structure to it. I would allow my friends to be part of a voting process to like help settle arguments yeah. because you're getting, as long as they remain unbiased about it and not just, Oh, your house is cluttered, throw shit away. Yeah. Um, it can help settle arguments and then you get the un, yeah. um, the outsider opinion on it as well. Cause yeah. sometimes how many times have I come to you and been like, am I being unjust about this? Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. like, or am I, am I over, am I over, reacting to this because sometimes in the heat of the moment you are or even like is this a good idea yes you know well, i mean you are my conscience i gotta reach out <laughs> to you before you know somebody gets murdered yeah that's true 
I mean, again, yeah, I think stuff like that. Time. Yeah, yes, we do not condone murder. <laughs> um, unless it's a murder podcast, you can listen to all those. <laughs> yes. that you want. Uh, there's some good ones out there. Uh, but this is not a murder podcast. No, no, no. Uh, I don't think anybody gets. Does anybody get murdered on the show? Mm, we never know what happens to that one lady in Ranjit's car. Uh, the John Lithgow's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. My self-service mysteriously stopped. Yes, mysteriously stopped. <laughs> yes. That would be hilarious if, like, they did, like, a reunion show, and they just show he's still driving with her in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Ranjit killed a man. Woman. Woman. Oh, whoa, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, there you go. I don't think they, I don't think there has been. Um, you know, a death or a murder, at least. May, there might have been a death. There's definitely been death in this. I was gonna show. say, there's definitely death on um, the show, but I don't think there's been a murder. So, which I think could have been interesting. Just saying, could have mixed it up a little bit. I mean, this isn't Scranton, man. Right? Yeah, the Scrant Strangler is all over the place. Toby just right there in plain sight. I'm telling you, that's who it was. Ladies and gentlemen, hop on over to Last Call H I M Y M anywhere and tell us who do you think is the Scranton Strangler? Is it A, Toby? Is it B, Gabe? Or is it C, the 1999 Denver Broncos? Ooh, that's a tough, that's a tough choice. That's a tough <laughs> choice, man. Do you get that reference? Oh, I do. I do. Good. Good South Park reference right there. Uh, so as uh, Ted and Robin are pleading their cases to the group, we get a scene uh, where Robin says when she sees these items, all she sees now are the girls who they came from. Yeah. Uh, and when she goes to the phone booth, Ted's ex, Jeannie Radford, appears and says, I'm Ted's college girlfriend. And this got me thinking, we see a lot of Ted in college. But never her. We never hear about her. We hear about Karen, who was oh, his yeah. high school and on again, off again college girlfriend. Well, I have a theory to this one, though. Okay. He made her 12 mixtapes. <clears throat> yes. He got stalkerish. Ooh. So he, she dumped him, went away, changed her name, and completely dropped off the grid. Dr. X. We'll talk about it later. Dr. X might talk about it later. It's very, very true. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I kind of wish we had that I she mean, had we, popped we've up. I've never heard of any of these girls before. Yeah. Uh, n- yeah, none of them. But the college one, like I said, uh, so many times have we been in the college. Oh, realm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like they have an actress for her. You know sure. what I mean? They yeah. could have they could have used her throughout the show, just like randomly just popped oversight. in. Maybe I I, I, I think that... it would have been a nice tie-in. It would have been awesome to me. The other thing that I I had uh, to say about this, like we see these three different girls, they're all beautiful women. How the fuck does Ted have such good game? Who knows? Well, like, this this is a joke later on when Barney's telling. It's when Barney first meets Quinn, and he's got sixty seconds to tell. The story of how they got there. Yeah, he says it straight out. Ted is a good guy. Horrible closer. It's true. Yeah, he he's got he's got some some real good game. I mean, just in the 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 show's tenure alone, Robin, Stella, 
Zoe, um, Victoria, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. Uh, honey, <laughs> yeah. Mary the paralegal. Um, am I forgetting anybody? Like really pretty. I mean, I don't like Karen, but I think Laura oh, Prepon's yeah. a really yeah, good looking Laura, woman. Laura Prepon is gorgeous. Um, the three, uh, the three in this episode that they talk about, oh, obviously. Uh, Pineapple girl, Trudy. Oh, Trudy. And um, then later on, Trudy sl- comes back with Slutty uh, Pumpkin. Slutty Pumpkin. Slutty Pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Then Trudy comes back with the uh, the girl, played by um. Oh God, what's her name? I don't remember. Fuck. Uh, it's it's. <clears throat> She's in Cougar Town. Uh, is it Missy? No. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, folks, if you know exactly who he's talking about. Because I do not. I don't. You I don't know who she name. is. It's it's the yeah. blonde girl. Yeah, I just don't know her name. Is what I'm saying. You're killing me. Yes, I am. I Out am. of the person who literally I said to you earlier, it's the girl who's in old, and you're like, oh, so and so, Thompson McKenzie, and I was like, yes. Yeah, you know, I, some things I know, some things I don't. That's the curse of having this beautiful mind right here. The old lady from freaking <laughs> There's Something About Mary is that girl who goes into people's dreams. I was that thing, and you're like, oh, it's Lynn? Lynn Shay, baby. I'm like, how the fuck? It <laughs> <laughs> is such a vague reference, and Josh is like, oh, Lynn Bang, Shea, bang, baby. Bang, bang. You gotta love it. Uh, Jeanette, that's another one. She's good looking. Dude, she's, she's crazy. crazy. She's mean, good looking. Zoe, uh, Zoe, her name, real name Zoe, right? Zoe, Zoe. Oh, the actress. Uh, yeah. That I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, yeah, but she's gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah, Oof. Ted got Ted got game. Ted's uh, got something. He's got something. <laughs> Does this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Ted thinks it's crazy that uh, Robin is so obsessed with all of this. And Robin thinks it's kind of creepy and gross that he still has all of the stuff. So we, you know, we're at the bar. Lily sides with Robin simply for the fact that she's his girlfriend and is upset by this. This right here is a reason why I'm not a fan of the way they do uh, their group decisions. Yeah, because it's like she's not looking at any facts. She's just like, "Oh, you gotta side with the girlfriend." Like, no, that's not how this this works. You know, if, if you're in a good relationship, that's not how it works. It's just, or at least it shouldn't, and that means that it's there's a bit dysfunctional. Uh, Dysfunction. Uh, Marshall sides with Ted, saying that just because he has something from an ex doesn't mean he's holding on to her. So he gives like a, a decent reason, I think. He doesn't really go into it any farther, but I mean, compared to everybody to else, go. compared to everybody else, he's the only one who gives like an actual solid reason. Uh, and so then they leave it up to Barney, who, as we have already said, uh, sides with Robin, saying that his place is way too cluttered, anyways. Yep. So uh, we're at the apartment, and Ted he's packing up everything from his exes. And then we head on over to Lily's play. So we start the next portion of this of this uh, story. Uh, it's her off off Broadway play. Uh, Marshall way makes we get way off. Marshall makes them sit in the front row of this tiny theater, barely anyone in the audience. And this thing lasts three hours. It I, I don't know, man. Like just from the 
two minutes of it that we saw, I don't think I could sit there for three hours. <laughs> oh my God, Ted is part of the play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ted is part of the play. Consumerism. Envy. Yes. <laughs> I love no, she's like she, greed. She, envy. She's like, I'm rage. Oh, envy. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, uh, so like after the three hours is up, Ted, Robin, and Marshall give their praise to Lily, while Barney flat out <laughs> says it sucks. Your thoughts on this? Being being <laughs> frankly honest to somebody about their performance. I mean... Because it like, wasn't really a critique on her. It was a critique on the whole play. That's true. Well, like he it's said like, Lily sucked. Yeah. But he could, I guess... Like, I understand being honest. You know, he honestly thought that it sucked. Okay. But he could have done it with a little bit more tact, I think. <laughs> Maybe soften the blow a little bit. But like, Lily, you were great. But it just wasn't my cup of tea. Fair. I don't know. You know, something like that. Just soften the blow, soften the blow a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Lily... She like she gets mad because of what he does, what he says. Uh, calls him a bad friend for saying this, uh, and she says, "You know, if you had a play, I'd sit through the whole thing and tell you it was great." And you can see Barney's percolating a, a plan in his mind. Oh yeah, and this is not going to turn out good for Lily. Granted, it ends up not really turning out all that good for Barney either. Uh, in the end, that is true. So on the way back to the apartment, Ted and Robin uh, are talking about how you know how bad the apartment uh, or the uh, play actually was. Uh, and when they when they walk into uh, Ted's apartment, she sees that he has gotten rid of all the things from his past girlfriend. I love her line here. You've been robbed. Yeah, you've been robbed. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, you know, I, I did what you wanted me to do. I got rid of some stuff, which yeah. just like. Love how she's like, don't you ever buy anything for yourself? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Papa gets swag. <laughs> I, I thought that, that was a great line for Ted. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> uh, and so then the next day, they're walking uh, Robin's dogs, and it's revealed that the dogs actually came from her exes. And Ted starts to kind of spiral out here about this. Uh he says that all he can see now is her ex-boyfriends whenever he looks at the dogs. She says that's ridiculous. However, apparently it wasn't ridiculous for her to see his ex-girlfriends and a bunch of inanimate objects. Who knows? I'm, I'm just saying. Like, they literally did the same thing with one another. Yep. And yet, he's the ridiculous one here. I just... Like, I, I understand, like, not... Like you, he shouldn't ask her to get rid of the dogs. Like I, that, I think that I think that's a because I don't think you should ask people to get rid of any of that stuff in the first place. But to tell him he's ridiculous for having the exact same emotional reaction that she had, yeah, like that seems hypocritical to me. Oh, 100 percent hypocritical, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and so then uh, she then makes her own rules to justify keeping the dogs. Uh, while making Ted get rid of uh, all of his stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't think she should ever have, to have had to get rid of the dogs, but the whole thing is is hypocritical uh, on her part. So, I will say the one thing that uh, <clears throat> I agree with 
when it comes to it not getting rid of the dogs because they're there because of the X, but I do think having five dogs in a small apartment in New York City is a bad decision. Yeah, especially I agree. because she's I agree. never home. Yeah, she's not. It's very, very rare. Most times she's out. Like if she's not working, she's out at the bar. Yeah, or at Marshalls yeah. and Lilies. Yeah, exactly. You know. so. Then Ted makes the mistake of saying that she should get rid of the dogs, uh, and so they they should uh, bring it to, to the group, you know, for a decision. He thinks that he's he's got this on lock, you know, that uh, they're definitely going to side with him on this because of what they just decided for him. Yeah, and they hundred um, percent swing it the other way. Yeah, unanimously vote that Robin should keep her dogs. Um, so throughout the the scene where where Ted is seeing the dogs as people, I thought this was hilarious because like the dogs are like the the people are doing normal dog, dog thing. things. Yeah, and it just cracked me up, and it. And it reminded me about what comes later with Scooby. Scooby? But he's like a real dude. person. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I thought the same thing. Especially because, like like you said, Scooby's an actual person. <clears throat> yeah. And he just happens to be simple and, like, yeah. has some characteristics that fit to a dog. Yeah. Um, I mean, Robin likes dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. Uh, but, yeah, that's just, that. That's what it made me uh, think of. We get, we get other scenes with with the, the dog people, I guess you say, uh, in this episode. And it always cracks me up just uh, what these guys had to do. My favorite one is <laughs> when uh, Robin and Ted are in bed, and the one comes in, he's like, hey, I got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets his head right up in there. Yep. <laughs> well, the reason I think it's funny is because that means that actor got to, like, rub up on freaking um, – Colby Smothers a little bit and just be like, hey, hey, I got to pee. <laughs> hey, man, he got to rub up a little on some Josh Radner, too. I mean, I mean hey, hey. <laughs> hey, man, Ted got game. Just saying. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, like we said, the group unanimously votes uh, that Robin keep the dogs. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then Barney hands out some flyers for his one man show. One he man ex- show. He expects them all to be there. So then back at Robin's place, she apologizes to Ted for not telling him about the dogs. He apologizes uh, to her for asking her to get rid of them. Uh, and then Ted begins to get jealous, and he starts seeing the dogs as their exes again. It doesn't, doesn't last very long. Uh, and then we go over to Barney's play. Huh. And before it starts, Robin tells Lily that, you know, she's thinking about getting rid of the dogs uh, and that she she may send them to her aunt's farm. First off, I love how she phrases it beforehand, though. I want to send them to the farm. And Lily's like, you're going to kill them? You're going to kill your dogs? No, my aunt has a farm. Where she lives (laughs) with her friend. No, she says lover. Does she? Then why does she get so confused when Lily's like, oh, they like dogs? I think it's because she she doesn't see like t- to Robin it's no big deal. But Lily is saying essentially that oh lesbians like dogs Fair. like making making a stereotype. Well cuz I thought about and that. And I think Robin's like like 
taken like kind of caught off guard by that. I think it's, well, that's the way I took it. Her aunt comes back up one more time in a later count, like a later episode. Yeah, and that's when it finally sinks into Robin that her aunt is gay. Yeah, and because I thought that when when she said it, because I thought she said friend, like when I like as it was leading up to it. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, my aunt lives up there with her lover, and I'm just like, oh. Um, and I was really confused. Well, I thought she must have said friend too, because and I didn't go back to rewatch it to make sure, but I was like, because I know there's an, an episode later on, because uh-huh. then she's like, no, they're just friends. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, whatever. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they just decided to change that or or what it was. Um, Maybe it was a small slip up in continuity, but it didn't really make a difference. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I feel like most people probably didn't even catch it anyways. True. I mean, you didn't catch it, so uh, who knows? Uh, most people probably didn't even think about think twice about it. Um, Throw away one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's hard to catch everything. I mean, this, sh- this show has insane continuity that, you know, a thing or two here and there slipping through the cracks oh, is yeah. bound to happen. But, oh, yeah. I mean, they keep such a solid... <laughs> a solid uh, yeah. tight ship on most of it. Yeah, it's crazy how, how good they do here. Uh, so then they sit down to watch the play, and I don't know if you caught this, but there is a program. The guy behind them is holding the program, and it tells you what the name of his one-man show is. Did you it's catch it? Moist. No, it is not. No? What's it called? It is called Skit Lily. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Never caught this before in all the times I've watched it until doing it for this show. That's great. Yeah. I, I think I caught it before, but for some reason, I, th- I thought he named it Moist just yeah. because of Lily. But I mean, that would have made such more, much more sense. Yeah. It's just big black letters on the front of the playbill. It says, Suck it, Lily. Yep. <laughs> I was like, place, nice. I love how the play starts out with him putting a chair down, and then he goes full captain pose, and he just goes moist, moist, moist for forty minutes, forty <laughs> fucking minutes. Now I gotta say this, man. I give him props for being able to do that for forty minutes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's impressive. I mean, it's it's sheer talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the 40 minutes of moist is followed up by another 20 minutes of squirt gun action. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I love how Marshall gets really butthurt. He's like, I never get paid for crowd participation. Like, are you fucking kidding uh, me? He's squirting your wife in the face yeah. with a squirt gun. Yeah. And it's funny. He squirts her like maybe four or five times. He's like, hold on. I, I got to refill. Yeah. <laughs> and if he does this for 20 minutes, that means he's like, Running back and refilling like every 30 seconds or so. <laughs> I, I thought about that too. I was like, man, that means he's got to run back and like refill that thing a few times. Oh, yeah. He, sh- he should have. Like, it's funny with the little gun, but he should have had like a big old super soaker or something. I was thinking that, but that would have gotten her too wet. That's probably true. If, I mean, he, use a small he did tell gun, them to wear a poncho because the true. first row gets wet. But the Same. funny thing is, though, if he'd used a super soaker, it would have been like an immediate, like, you're drenched. That's true. That yeah. tiny little squirt gun squirts you with that one little stream. It's yeah. an extreme annoyance. Yeah. Because then it hits you, and you're like, okay, well, that was fucking inconvenient. But it's getting you straight solid. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, for 20 minutes. 
And then he Again, goes into like, and that's just the first hour of this very just long the show. first hour. Yeah, yeah. Then we see him uh, dressed as a robot, uh, <laughs> which is the robot I thought was hilarious looking. Um, and I was reading uh, that it's it's supposed to be like uh, inspired by the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah, which which makes sense because he talks about like you know, like not having a heart at one point. Yeah, and like and how he falls in love later on. That's kind of part of it. So I was like, oh, okay. He's just kind of taking the Wizard of Oz for that. Okay, that, I mean that works, I guess. Kind of making it his own. Uh, and then uh, he comes out with a recorder, and he's he's playing that really badly. Um, and, and all the while, the rest of the audience has left. At oh this yeah, point. everybody has left except for the group. Uh, they're the only ones still there. I was honestly shocked that more people besides the group showed up. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 New York City. People get, you know, he probably handed out the flyers. You know, people are like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. Sure. Uh, and then they do. that. Like, like how there were some random people at Lily's play. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I don't know if Barney was charging anything for it. True, but probably not. But he did he did get some people to show up at least. It was crazy. Yeah. So uh, at this point, Lily has had enough. She gets up, tells him to stop, and says, you know, she, she's sore. She's like, I'm sorry I've ever made you come to my play. Uh, he then guilts them into staying for the rest of his show because they were going to leave. And it's obvious that this actually means a lot to him. It's not just, you know, a, a prank to him. Like, he could have been like, ha, that's right. You know, I got you. Okay, now we can be done with this. No. He 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 wants them to see what he I made. Mean, he did put work into it. He did. He put a lot of work into it. Uh, and so I thought that was interesting that uh, we kind of see see a little bit of that side of him uh, here. Just kind of shining through. Uh, and so then uh, Ted heads back to his place. Robin meets him there. Uh, and this is... Uh, uh, you know, the next part of, of this portion of the story, things kind of turn around here. Uh, she tells him that she gave the dogs to, to her aunt. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. Uh, and now he, he doesn't want to let her in the apartment because uh, as we find out, he never actually got rid of all his stuff. Uh, and instead, he has now put it all back. He obviously put it was all back. He was obviously mad enough at Robin that he's like, "Fuck it, I'm putting all my stuff back," you know, because if she's not going to get rid of these dogs, I'm not going to get rid of my stuff. Yeah, you know, we don't see that 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 like conversation with himself, but that that's I feel like the only reason, the only way that he would put all that stuff back together. Agreed. Um, they then have an epic fight that kind of goes on so long that uh, they end up coming to an unexpected conclusion. They're going to move in together. Which, sure. Yeah. Your reaction is the exact reaction that I that should be expected from this. Because it's just like... Uh, I just, okay. I know, I've been on the both sides of it where like, <clears throat> I've dated somebody long enough where like moving in is the option. Yeah, and it just it doesn't fix shit. But I've also moved in too early, and that doesn't yeah. fix shit. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I was with a girl for over four years. Moved in two months later, we were broken up. I mean, that is a true statement. It it happens, unfortunately. So, 
Listen, I said it perfectly today to a specific somebody. Um, I, I I can code name it to where y'all understand. I was texting side piece earlier and literally said the following words where I was like, you know, it's it's events like last weekend. They remind me why I enjoy being single. I can yeah. come and do what I want to do. I can go where I want to go. And the only person I have to explain shit to is myself. I don't have to apologize for accidentally over flirtatiously saying something to somebody. I don't have to be somewhere at a certain time if I don't want to be. And I can spend money on whatever the fuck I want to as long as my bills and my rent are paid. And my kid is taken care of. And those are the most important things to me. If somebody wants to get into my life, they will understand that, one, I am a nerd and I have things that I want to buy. Two, my kid comes first and three, I will. And I repeat, will not change who I am anymore. That's fair. Yeah. I dig it. <clears throat> Snap uh, into a Slim Jim. Boom. Uh, so then they tell the group and Marshall and Lily are super excited uh, about this. while Barney is not. I mean, he knows though. <clears throat> yeah. Barney's displeasure, however, does come back later on uh, toward the end of this season in the episode Moving Day, where he actively tries <laughs> to sabotage them from moving in together. I mean, he does pretty damn good. He does. He steals the truck and shit. We'll get there, though. It's actually not that. It's like two. Actually, I think it's only like two episodes away. Yeah, it is. I think it's the 18th episode. So we'll <laughs> get there shortly, guys. Put on the suit. <laughs> what suit? Yes. Open the door. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Put on the suit. I'm not there yet. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> if this isn't Barney, how will I know who to look for? I look like Barney. I look like Barney. Yes. Uh, so then to end the episode, we're back at Barney's play. This is my, honestly, this is my favorite part of the whole episode. And it's the last scene. Uh, we're back at Barney's play. He's dressed as the robot again. He's doing like the love scene that he mentioned. You know, it's the toaster. Uh, Marshall just gets up. Like you can tell, he's, oh no, he breaks he's into done. tap dance first. He's oh yes, that's right. Barney does do a tap dance. That's right. Uh, but Marshall, you can tell he's just done. He, he, he you can see it on his face. He gets up, <laughs> walks right up on stage, and boom! Just blasts Barney so hard that he spins around and collapses mm-hmm. on the floor. Turns around, and he's like, "That's two. and that's how we end the episode. Yeah. And I love that. It's it's one honestly. It might be my. It's ah, man. I'm torn. It's up there with the slaps for me. It's one of my favorites. My favorite is it's probably in the top three. I think it's it's the it's the Thanksgiving episode where everybody when it goes through the table and he, and he yeah, sits down at like the piano. He accidentally hits the couch and then slides off and falls yeah. to like the little TV table. And then Marshall, Marshall plays, plays the song. The song. Yeah, I think that's my favorite as well. You just got slapped <laughs> across the face, my friend. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good one to, to talk about. I'm excited. But yeah, so that is the episode, uh, season two, episode 16, Stuff. Stuff! Uh, John, you got any final thoughts about this episode? I mean, not really. I mean, we, we covered a lot with this we episode. Did. We did. We went off on some real tangents. That is true. I like it. But you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mm. time to suit up for that great segment we all like, Barney's Blog. 
That's right. Suit up, bitches. Oh, Josh said it this week. I did. I he did. said it. You let it in. I knocked it down. Something oh, yeah. like that. I don't know. All right. So for this week, we are going to dive in to Barney Stinson's theater experience. Ooh. That's right. Uh, written Tuesday, February 20th of 2007. It says, as many of you know, I am an art enthusiast, a patron, if you will. Personally, I've sponsored many a dancer, and it's been so stimulating to watch them achieve such new and flexible heights. <laughs> Recently, I turned my creative energy toward proving that playwriting is a cinch. In fact, with the lights off, anything can be a great performance. <clears throat> so may I humbly present to you excerpt selections from my uh, from the Barney Stinson Theater Experience, copyright 2007. Love always, the bard knee. Okay, so yeah. what do we got? <clears throat> so it is a uh, a little excerpt from his play. Okay. So uh, I'm just, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to be reading the stage direction and I'll be Barney <laughs> as well. Okay. So it says, so you got to, you got to envision this. Got to get into your mind. Okay. I'm going to close my mind. I'm going to close <clears throat> my eyes and feel this. Okay. Curtain up. A handsome gentleman saunters onto the stage. Cuckoo, kachoo. And it says me. Moist. Moist. <laughs> Moist. Moist. Moist, moist, moist. Repeat for 40 minutes. <laughs> that says costume change, robot, Cornelia Danelia. Me continued. Car factory, layoff, lost and alone, oil change, WD 40. Robot walks stage right or left in a robot manner, pick up watering can. Pour some water in flower pot. Special effects. Flowers sprout. Robot surprised. Robot smells the flower. More surprise. Improvised dance for 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> Me continued. Feelings. Inside. Oh no. Costume change. Nude. Me continued. Insurance. Anatomy. Pharmaceutical sales. Sculpture, the locksmith, the David. Jumping jacks, 10 to 15, depending on the moment. Music cue, Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes. Wow, that's a great song. <laughs> right? Costume change, judges' robes. Me continued. I object, sustained, overruled. Counselor, where are you going with this? I'll allow it. I rule in favor of the plaintiff. You must give the defendant... One hug of a bear variety. Costume change. King of England. <laughs> Me continued. Hear ye, hear ye. From this day forward, I do hereby declare that the third Monday of every month shall be... The king drops dead. Light cue. Shut off. Cue. Applause and adulation. End. Then it says, if you are interested in staging your own production of the BSTE, go ahead. Just send me the link to your video at barneystinson at yahoo.com. Theater is a living being and should be free to all. See, I agree with that. And I'll be honest, I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> I mean, I, wa 
I want to do a, I want to do the Barney Stinson theater experience. I think it'd be hilarious. That's not a bad. Cool. I, I mean, that's wow. Forty minutes of moist, you know, and I'll mix, <laughs> I'll make up my own stuff within it to fill it out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How was that for your mind palace, John? My mind has officially been blown, and I there feel like, like you know me, I've definitely taken in my fair share of uh, Broadway type stuff. I would say that that experience, sir, was like quinoa. It was like a a power food for my mind. I love it. You're you heard it here, folks. Power <laughs> food for the mind. Uh, I think that's about as good as we're gonna get on this here episode of Last Call at McLaren's. Uh, John, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? I'm going to keep it simple. Hop on over to Twitter. Find me at Simply Sane J1. I have a website link to my blog. Go ahead and check it out if you want to. If not, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Josh, fair. where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. As well as at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with Movie Blog. If you're watching this on YouTube, you are on the Merc with Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be, sure to, hit that, yeah, be sure to hit that like button. Uh, smash that subscribe button and click that little bell wherever the hell it is on the screen on the screen right here. If you're listening uh, on uh, podcast form, whether it be Anchor or uh, whether it be what do we got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, there are ways to reach out there on Anchor. You can leave us a voice message, which would be fantastic if you did. We'll play that on air. If uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify, you can uh, leave a five star review. We'll read that. Um, it's also available on all the other podcast platforms out oh, yeah. there. So whatever you listen to, it's it's great. Just please, uh, you know, like it, share it, subscribe, whatever you can do to help us out. There are a shit ton helps. of ways to reach us. Absolutely, uh, and be sure to hit us up on Twitter at Last Call H I M Y M. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Last Call H I M Y M, and we now have an Instagram at that same handle, Last Call H I M Y M. Be sure to hit us up on all those. Uh, yeah, and if you got any uh, questions, comments, concerns, let us know. But uh, I think that's all I got for him, John. What do you got? Listen, guys, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you next time.